Hi guys, Stephen here. Just a quick heads up on the uh, podcast you're about to listen to. This is the Capiche Best Film Winner Spoiler Special. Uh, the reason I'm not announcing it is because there's a chance you may not have listened to our podcasts and would actually like to listen to them. So, uh, if you do, then don't listen to the rest of this until you have. So yeah, we're going to go into great detail about the winner of our Best Film category. So if you haven't listened to them, go right now and listen to them. And then go back and listen to this one. Hey! All works out. Thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye. To another edition of the Capiche Filmcast. Stephen Barry here with Scott Armour. Hi. Co-host. Uh, it's been a week since our last podcast. Yep, our longest week <laughs> ever. <laughs> in that time, we're nearly at war with Russia. Yeah. And uh, a lot of films have came out in one week. They have. Hi. Uh, How long is your weeks? Is it? Is it 57 days? Yeah, four months worth <laughs> of... Uh, um, yeah, so we're um, obviously clearly talking rubbish. It's been about longer than we uh, planned for the, since the last podcast, which yeah. were the Film of the Year podcasts. If our one listener has listened to them, hope you enjoyed. And we actually got some feedback All on right. one. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't get the text, but the uh, essential sort of point that was made was the que- there was a question. Right. We said, guys, loving the podcast. One question why did it take so long for War for the Planet of the Apes to come off the most disappointing list? Mm. And actually, on editing it, I realised that I myself. Know, I know. It was near the end of the podcast. Do you know what? I think there was a lot of... I think it was because there was so much film and so much material we had to get through. You, you almost... You almost look at all the obvious ones first. And I but think... Then, what are the planet apes it should have never been on the list in the no. first place so to, to be honest I think in, in my mind to that I prob- it was probably one of these ones where I actually I actually probably didn't see it because I, I wasn't even looking for it if mm-hmm. that makes sense I also think uh, it was alphabetically the list and Aye, so it was literally the last so it probably uh, was one of the lists you just weren't looking at Aye. but yeah I couldn't believe it yeah. um, I think it was the same as well with the best film and it got to, it, we we spoke so much about locking in the top ten. We actually didn't really give much airtime to Logan, which was which was top. Yeah, uh, spoiler for anyone who hasn't listened to those podcasts. Where this is the whole point of this podcast is we're going to be talking about our winner yeah. for the film of the year. And if you listened to it, which hopefully you have, by the way, if you haven't, stop listening to this right now and go uh, and listen to them. Uh, uh, Logan was our, our winner. But the uh, the kind of the way we were so we were doing that podcast for about seventy eighty hours. I would say days. Yeah, and it felt like days. By the end, you can kind of tell we're a wee bit exhausted, and yeah. we kind of rushed the last arg- top ten arguments. And because I think we all agreed, essentially un- unspoken, mm-hmm. that Logan was going to be the winner. Uh, was it so was kind of never it, and it never came up in any other category. Yeah, so there was so much more debate. And probably, I suppose probably in our, our part, that we should have seen that coming because yeah. there was always going to be a lot more debate on films that you didn't agree on. But because everyone agreed on Logan, it was basically like, okay, Logan's brilliant, that's in the top ten, right, what about yeah. Detroit? And then obviously there was these there was, discussions about other films. So it, it, There was a slight flaw and we probably just should have addressed it there and given some time but we were I think too tired to so it kind of got a sort of and Logan's a winner alright bye <laughs> dinner time so I know I think ideally we, we wanted to lock in the top 10 but then we actually wanted to lock in well where, where does each film sit within yeah. that top 10 you know what's the top 3 so the reason essentially this podcast uh, we're doing this is we're going to now give Logan some time Give it, it's been a year now, essentially, yeah. from it coming out. A wee bit of a hindsight retrospective review of our Film of the Year winner for 2017. Um, so we're going to do that now. So uh, 
what do you want to say, uh, Scott? Um, let's let's talk. Let's start with the director. This is James Mangold. James Mangold. He directed. I think the he, Wolverine. Yeah. Um, yeah. He never wrote the Wolverine. I don't think he directed it. Yeah. Um, the Wolverine was. I never actually um, seen it. Bad film. Was it as it was, bad as it was, some of the reviews say? It was a bad film, I mean. Mm. It was really disappointing because X-Men Origins Wolverine got slated because of the way they used um, Deadpool, basically. Ryan Reynolds first. And in, in, not being familiar with that character, that didn't annoy me. So I yeah. just thought the film was decent. I yeah. thought it was okay. I mean, I liked the film. I liked the, the, the journey him and uh, his brother, uh, Sabretooth, played by Lee Schreiber. Who was, I thought was amazing as Sabretooth because Lee Schreiber has got was, a, such was, a presence on, yeah, on film. Yeah, he was visceral. Big was, guy. Yeah. Uh, so I really liked him as Sabretooth and I, you know, the two of them were good. I really didn't like the fact that, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know... Well, now having seen... He was, he, see, the thing is, he was the mercenary with the mouth at the start, but then they sew up his mouth at the end and he's got all these powers like... The um, you know Cyclops's laser beam. He's got the swords coming out in each hand. It was just a poor end to what could have been a actually a decent film. Do you know um, what? I wouldn't see them. I wouldn't think it'd be impossible for them to. I can see them Deadpool two or a Deadpool sequel. Them addressing that and having a weird, like terrible version of aye, probably. the film. It's so aye, meta aye, and aye. things like that that that's the sort of thing that they would actually aye, pull out. Aye. Um. But yeah, I hadn't. I wasn't familiar with that character, and now having seen what they've done with it, and, yeah. and apparently how you know true to that character he is now aye, portraying aye, Deadpool, aye. I can probably see why that film it was, was bad, slated. The, the Wolverine is. I mean, it gets to the point where he's he's fighting uh, like ninjas. I think it is towards the end. It's it's either in J- Japan, Japan, it's a samurai, um, probably. Uh, sorry, it's a samurai, and he fights this metal uh, samurai who's I think is made out of adamantium as well and it, it, it looks like something out of the Transformers and it's just a it's a poor film it's a poor film uh, so then to make this well the thing is it's quite incredible aye, aye. like when you think aye. about it a director so maybe, that's not maybe had... James Mangold went actually I, I can't, I can't leave Wolverine like that mm-hmm. because the Wolverine film left it like, and I couldn't. I, I was just, I, I can't be bothered by another Wolverine. And film. if you think of the state of play of these films, this is the film that came after Apocalypse, isn't it? X Men Apocalypse, and then it was. Logan, that was twenty sixteen. Yeah. Aye. So, I, I mean, in fact, there was a scene. There was a scene that they, again they show Wolverine. So they got X Men caught. Because of um, Days of Futures Past, it, they, they did the whole kind of, you know, back, back in time, right? So there's a, there's a now a new um, a new reality, mm-hmm. right? So it's back in time, you know, there's a, there's a young Wolverine, there's an old Wolverine, there's a young Xavier and blah, blah, blah. Um, and in Apocalypse, they do go back to the point where he was turned into Weapon X, Wolverine when he was when he was his bones were replaced with the adamantium and it's such a te- it's a terrible scene and again it's that way where obviously you had the Wolverine and then you've got that and it's just portraying the character you're kind of going ah, this this could be better this, ah it could be much better so then when you hear Logan and I remember I remember seeing the trailer for the first time and I was like what is this so I, see the thing is I actually didn't realise it was Hugh Jackman because he looked so different. Yeah. In fact, do you know who he looked like? Have you ever seen the film? Uh, it's the one where the guy's blind. No. He, and he keeps the girl uh, hostage. Oh, what's the film? Anyway, he, I think he looked similar to him, so I actually thought it was a horror film. Um, and uh, and then when I found out it was actually Wolverine, mm-hmm. and you had the Johnny Cash uh, Hurt song playing in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, I was like, right, okay, this actually, and it looks, it looked great. He had blood. It was the scene where he was, uh, he was at the funeral, um, and it was like, this actually looks really interesting. And then I found out it was going to be an R-rated, so obviously following in the footsteps of the success of Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and I thought, 
or this this could they could be onto something here. I think um, yeah, his vision and he obviously he wrote it. He's, I mean, part of the writing team anyway. Yeah. Um, Simon Kinberg as well. Oh, sorry, he produced it. Um, the screenplay was Scott Frank and Michael Green as well as James Mangold. Yeah. And it's based loosely on the old man, old man Logan, Logan Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Um, but to have, I think they obviously knew it was coming to the end for, you know, Hugh Jackman I, as and, and, and Patrick Stewart. And they obviously wanted a final great send-off, yeah. which this film is. I think they got uh, And that's why this film is amazing. Well, there's loads of reasons why yeah. we'll, we'll probably go into them. In fact, uh, do you know what? Actually, we, we were talking just off air a second ago about films that you have so much expectation for, mm. right? So, for example, Last Jedi... There was a lot of expectation. A lot of people were disappointed. The same with um, Alien Covenant, in a sense. A lot of people were disappointed. I actually didn't have any expectation on this well, film. Because it because came after Apocalypse as well as the Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, these are the X-Men films. So, weren't doing great. So it's, it's you know, in that in that respect, it's you're, you're going in and you are thinking, God, this is going to be another... Another Wolverine film where he's cutting loads of people up, but he's never got a blood stain in his, you know, his, his claws or you know, just. Uh, this but. film really differentiated itself in many ways from aye, those films. Aye. Though naming itself Logan was a was quite a brave aye, move. Aye, um, not not, not even attaching X Men yeah, or the Wolverine aye. to it. Um, so people uh, unfamiliar mm-hmm. and just looking for a popcorn action film might bypass it on its name um, as well as that the tone is amazingly different yeah, um, the, so R8, the R8 yeah. tone uh, just seeing a, a, what, a 10 year old girl or maybe even younger like stabbing people in the face yeah. repeatedly yeah. and having her you know she's an arrow is put through her chest at one aye, point and aye. she's picked up by being clawed in the stomach yeah. and it's just god you can't ah, believe what you're seeing ah, I remember ah. Kickass um, shocking me on that point seeing yeah. a young girl doing violence ah, to all these people stuff, ah. and swearing and stuff like that this film was even more extreme. I think it definitely it definitely just didn't have any but it, it was cartoon violence at the same time I was yeah. laughing at some of it like, I just couldn't believe I was watching well it was it's the first it's the first scene where um, so Logan's driving uh the, the like, kind of hen party. Aye. And uh, he's got like a wee smile on his face. He's fucking sipping whiskey and all that kind of stuff. And then he stops for petrol. And it's the um, the like group of uh, Mexicans uh, start to kind of pick a fight with him. And then all hell breaks loose and he starts cutting people's arms off and legs off. And as I say, I just remember seeing that scene for the first time and going, well, this is... We could, actually be on, uh, we could be on to something here. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there was swearing from the off. Yeah. He uh, swears. Hearing him just yeah. saying F-bombs. Aye, aye. Just straight away. Uh, I was just, yeah. So from that from that respect, I think James Mangold definitely must have looked at the Wolverine and went, I kind of have... I think like, like an, a, a Deadpool sense of, and Wolverine. Yeah, he was um, just clearly wanting to up his game, Yeah. have a great send-off. And bring them back, and I think he was able to convince them to yeah. come back for it. And uh, his vision, you know, he, he executed it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. At least from watching it, it sounds. I mean, I loved this film. Really oh, came away so like really impressed. With yeah, it. and I think there's there's small um, references to the X Men universe in the previous X Men universe. So it's a strange one that they they actually it's kind of meta as well in the sense that they have him. Does the comics exist in aye, this universe? Did, is that something the X Men films have done before? No, I don't so, think so. He is reading. You know what's happened is these mutants. We'll set up the story then aye, a aye, wee aye. bit. This is years later. Twenty twenty nine. Right. So um, and uh, essentially, mutants have been kind of either outlawed or you know. Well, I don't. Off. Th- I don't think there's been a. There hasn't been a mutant bomb in however many years, I think it's like 20 years or something like that, there hasn't been an actual mutant bomb, mm-hmm. naturally. Right. Um, but, um, is it Alkali Transigen? I think the company's, it's who uh, Hugh Grant's character yeah. is at Price. He he has basically got all DNA from, I don't know if it's every mutant, but he's basically trying to create, genetically created mutants that he can control. 
Um, and the problem is with that is that he's not been able to do it. So, um, like the girl, what's her name? It's not Lucy. Laura. Laura, sorry. I actually thought it was Lucy. Uh, I, was I don't know why I thought Lucy. Um, so the girl, they've all, they, the, a nurse who worked in that, um, intransigent, yeah. she's mad, the, all went wrong. They couldn't, they couldn't uh, contain the children, so the children have escaped. Mm-hmm. She's managed to get Laura. Um, she gets, in, she somehow finds Logan, and then obviously it transpires from there that Logan technically is her father. Yeah, um, they've used like some. You, they've used his DNA. DNA or the uh, adamantium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, she technically is. Um, his daughter but he obviously shies away from that most of the film um, so that's how that kind of story arc sets up uh, initially you, you see um, Logan driving to a it's like a it's like an abandoned silo out in the out in the desert um, and where he's got uh, is it Caliban? Caliban Caliban uh, sorry played by um, Stephen Merchant yep um, who is really good at him actually yeah. I mean, Stephen Merchant is a, he's a strange looking man anyway yeah, he plays, so I think yeah. he's, he was perfect for that he plays like an albino looking um, as he's a mutant aye uh, so he's a tracker he's, he's a, he's, he, he tracks other mutants right that's his, that's his kind of but he can't he can't he's um, he's essentially like like a vampire in, almost yeah, can't he can't be in the sunshine the sun, and stuff aye. like that um, so he's it's kind of like a caretaker yeah to, yeah uh, Patrick Stewart's yeah. uh, Xavier. Xavier, right. So then, so what you see is you see um, Logan going in and Patrick Stewart, you know, saying lots of crazy stuff, you know, acting quite senile and stuff, but he doesn't want the medicine. It's apparently he doesn't want the medicine that Logan's given him. Yeah. Transpires later in the, the film that you see why. Logan mm. wants to give him yes. that because it, it, it actually creates one of the best scenes uh, for me probably my favourite scene in the film actually yeah. uh, so basically what what happened with Xavier is, is that he's he's mined he's got one of the powerful powerfulest minds in the ever but because of because of his health his mind is unstable so he needs medicine to to suppress it and I think from reading um, not reading the comics but doing a wee bit of background he actually he had one of these episodes and killed seven mutants during this episode, which means which meant that uh, Logan and Xavier were the last remaining X Men. So I think he killed. You don't actually get that story in the film, but they allude to it at certain points. Yeah, the film is all about alluding to these things. It's I've listened to James Mangle talking about it, and he says this film can be placed if you feel like it essentially it's up to your own interpretation Aye, within the this the X-Men or Wolverine Aye. films um, it is it can be a standalone yeah. as well it can be the third in the trilogy mm-hmm. he's not interested in making it definitive yeah. and it's probably best that way so it exists really in this weird limbo but at the same time I think it works because a lot of the scenes look like he's maybe thinking about think past events yeah. in the films no. but it doesn't you know draw on the actual flashback or anything no. like that but it's so it seems more powerful yeah. you see him looking at comic books of so artists have now in the time being since the previous films no. created the x-men yeah, comic books comics, that we no. know and uh, they all look the same mm-hmm. and he's now looking at them and, and, and sort of trashing them which yeah. is kind of funny uh, seeing it's all nonsense. Yeah, that's not how it went down and things like that. Because I think that's where the the nurse who's got Laura, she's trying to get, she wants Logan to take Laura to Eden, and Eden is a is place it? of of kind of um, like safety, mm-hmm. almost solitude for for these now genetically modified or created mutant children. Yeah, um, and that's actually written in the comics. So obviously Logan's. Is you know he's now world weary. He's looking at that and going, that's that's a lot of shit. I and don't believe in it. He's also his particular. Uh, he in the in the film is a very different Logan from what we've seen before. Aye, aye, he's now bitter. so much more hardened. He's essentially, I think, his um, regenerative powers are kind of diminishing. Aye, aye. He's, he's essentially slowly dying, and yeah. I think he's essentially on a death wish. Yeah, he wants to die, but he doesn't have the the, the gall or the heart to do it aye, himself. Aye. 
but he doesn't really care and he's he, the film kind of deals with as well you're looking after the elderly and mm-hmm. taking care of your your elder like he has to look after Patrick yeah. Patrick Stewart's character um, so there's a lot going on and it's, it's it's interesting because it, it, the, the way Logan comes across in the film it's almost as if he's he doesn't it's he, it comes across as if he doesn't care about what he got when he was created as Weapon X and that's just to basically blow his own brains out mm-hmm. um, and you, you, you see I think Laura finds that bullet at one yeah. point um, yeah. uh, but he still has a care as you, uh, to Charles and I think that's like yeah in, in the moments where he feels that Charles is in danger uh, he is you he's know, absolutely yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just like you know so uh, I, I think he's conflicted yeah. internally and uh, it's kind of lying to himself and just uh, he just seems so exhausted yeah. with life yeah. um, it's a fascinating version of the character yeah. uh, Hugh Jackman looks older for the film they've greyed him up uh, yeah he's he looks, got the beard yeah, yeah. Uh, and towards the end they cut the kids you know the, 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 the beard sort of appears the sort of is that not a kind of Wolverine look the beard that he's got Oh, I would need. Kind of, it looks more like his old yeah, self yeah, yeah, towards yeah. the very end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really uh, where Wolverine is in the film. Uh, we talked about Laura, but we'll go. Um, she essentially, obviously, sort of like his daughter has the same abilities. Yeah, even same more ab- feral. Yeah, than, aye, aye. So she's doesn't speak a lot in the first part of the film. Uh-huh. They almost kind of think that. She, well, she, yeah, they think she's a mute. Aye, so they can't speak. Um, uh, so the uh, Donald, Donald Pierce. Donald Pierce. Donald Pierce play, is played by Boyd Holbrook. Aye. Um, um, who is in Narcos? Yeah. Uh, and he's the leader of the Reavers. So the Reavers get a hold of where Logan's keeping Javier. Uh, they're not really interested, I don't think, in, in either killing Charles or Logan. I think they just want. They're the only girl. interested uh, they in, just in want, Laura. They just want the girl. So obviously. Logan doesn't want to help the the nurse who uh, she he does he's not interested in helping at the start. However, he finds the nurse dead yeah. in the in the apartment, I think. And then he's um, also been given or he finds her phone, yeah. and on that she's made a very well edited video. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great, uh, it's a great video, um, which show has her documenting essentially what's happened. Where she was able to get amazing footage, yeah. um, almost of, HD, aye. you know, no shape. <laughs> it's, it's quite ridiculous. Aye. She's voiced herself over it, yeah. talking aye. about it. Um, but you know, it showcases what's happened. The sort of the horrific. Mm. Um, sort of medical uh, experiments going yeah. on there and what they've been doing with these children yeah. and she pleads to him and I think it wins him over and obviously after her death he's kind of realising yeah. he's kind of now got to take uh, he's now control and man. responsible for this child. Begrudgingly you know yeah. he, still, he still is kind of like but Charles is always Charles is saying no, no we need to. Although one of the things that I did notice when watching it again was when the is it after it? Maybe it's before it. When the Reavers arrive, he still abandons her. Yeah. And Aye. only through the fight that she kind of helps him, did they, she get Aye, into the car then, as well? That, but again, still at that point, his number one focus is Charles. Yeah. Okay, he's, so he's just, that, he it? just wants to get... She's, Charles is in the car and he just abandons her and just makes sure he's yeah. he's alright, he's safe. I think because... See, to be honest, I think because Logan knows if he doesn't keep Charles' mind in check... It could be bad for a lot of people. Yes. Like it could harm a lot of people. So we alluded to it earlier, which we can talk about what's happening with Charles. Um, he needs this medication to essentially stop what happens to him. Aye, when aye. essentially, what is it that's, that's happening? It's like a oh god, it's like a paralysis mixed with deafening. Yes, aye, uh, it's just and. I mean, I, I, I don't know it what would happen. everyone in, uh, the, in a certain vicinity. Uh, I don't know what would happen if it if it never gets suppressed. I mean, I don't know if it, yeah, everyone it just keeps would spreading. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's amazing, um, but it leads to the scene in the sort of casino. Is it the casino or the yeah, hotel? Aye. Um, the Reavers have arrived and they're about to kill uh, Xavier. Yeah. As well as Laura, and as they're about to do it, it's also set him off. Aye. And so aye. Logan, you don't know it, what's happened and why it's happened, but Logan suddenly when he's 
um, getting back to the, the, the casino yeah. hotel uh, is, you know, like everyone else, completely... Almost incapacitated. Aye. Aye. But like he's strong it. enough to make him... He's way slowly Aye. through. Aye. And it's amazing. Oh, that scene is just... Because he's he, again, you see that you see the strain uh, Hugh Jackman does brilliant with the action. He's strain. got to like stab the walls aye, with his claws aye. to just get through, kind of walk further. Aye. And when he's and when he's there's, there's a bit when he's it's like he's he's stabbing because obviously for a human being they, they it's almost they're frozen in time. Uh-huh. So a human beings like he the, the guys are standing like pointing the gun at Xavier and they're not moving and their facial expressions don't move. But when Hugh Jackman comes up behind him <laughs> and slowly plunges his claws into their neck, oh, again, their God. facial expressions aren't moving. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It's just because they're, they're stuck. And it is, and it's amazing. There's a, the, the first guy he comes to in the hallway, and it's that kind of, oh, God, it's the, the feeling of knowing what was about to happen aye, to him, even aye. though he's the villain. I was like, <laughs> you know, oh, no. There's nothing he can do. <laughs> it's because his eyes catch Wolverine aye, coming toward aye. him, and Wolverine has <laughs> got his claws out, and he's standing still. <laughs> this like, is the villain, I'm aye, like, oh, God. It's like knowing, knowing that it's going to happen, you can do nothing about it. And the fact that Wolverine's going at him so slow. Uh-huh. <laughs> It is amazing. Uh, this, uh, the, 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 you lose track of how many people get claws through oh, the face it's, it's or through a, the it's neck. It's a good seven or eight. Um, um, if it's uh, between him and Laura, they, they yeah. gouge a lot of people. Aye, aye. This film is insanely violent. Uh, so, yeah, essentially that's the main plot covered. The Reavers are after them. They're trying to get to Eden. So yep, we kind of covered that. Eden. Um, again, Logan wants to protect Charles at every opportunity he's, he's got. That's his primary focus but then it does start to shift to Laura because then he realises Charles kind of tries to explain to him that she she's the future you know what I mean and yeah. she, she must be protected um, so he starts to come round um, so then it becomes a it becomes a kind of almost on the road chase uh, yeah. through you know farmland and, and, and do you know what it reminded me of what would you what would you compare this film to It reminded me of Terminator 2. There's certain parallels you can yeah, draw. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. It's the, I mean, obviously, the, the the tone, the violence, mm. the action, mm. the swearing, all that, that's Terminator 2. But as well as that, it's the... the protecting John protect, Connor. Protecting uh, John the John Connor type character. Laura, um, um, and on-the-run American road film from a sort of... Yeah. Hor- I mean, we, we haven't talked about the X-24 no, but I think that's what I was going to come up with, uh, come up to there. So obviously there's that. He's essentially the Terminator. Aye, <laughs> aye. I, I, I liquid metal. Yeah, aye, like aye. just undis- indestructible. So that, means, so that means Xavier's well, uh, Linda uh, Hammond? Uh, that's harsh. Okay, that's where the parallels kind of <laughs> fall apart. I that's harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, but that's maybe not quite right. I know what you mean, though. The I film to me was aye. Terminator 2, and I that's why I realised I was enjoying it so aye. much. It was the modern day aye. Terminator 2. Um, and as a, in fact, you know what? You're, you're probably. Do you know what? I wonder if James Mangold has actually just went. It's, I could get away with this here, and I'm going to base that on that. Because see, when maybe. you actually look at all the kind of plot elements, like there is the there is the at the start, there's the, you know, you, I suppose you could say that the the fight and the reavers, and the silo when they escape for the first time is the police station. So liquid metal's literally right in front of John mm-hmm. Connor. You can see mm-hmm. John Connor, but he can't get to him. Yeah, there's definitely um, similarities, I think, with them. Um, when you start really analysing it, it maybe falls apart. But no, I don't know. I, I don't think know. tonally and um, that sort of road movie feel mm. from this, just trying to get past uh, But then when you think about it, right, night. so you think about it, you've got the chase, right? So you've got the long distance kind of chase. Then you've got the, the, the big finale type thing, which ultimately ends in... Um, X-24 or Liquid Metal being defeated, Hugh Jackman slash, uh, you know, Terminator being terminated. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the boy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, girl, there's definitely... Like, kind of living on. It's, uh, that, to me, was the film it most reminded me of. Mm. There's also a feeling of it kind of it pits, feels like a Western or something. I don't know if it's just the setting. I think it's just the setting. Um, uh, no. As well as uh, who are the I felt we've not mentioned this, but uh, the, this film is not see for um, 
if you're an innocent person, I think this is maybe similarities to if you're an innocent person that happens to come across these characters. You kind of you're not doing too you, well. Yeah, you're, no, not, no, you're, no, you're really not unlucky, well. and it, it's, um, it's like Terminator Two had that as well. You know, it was the foster parents for John Connor. Aye, um, aye. They just happened to be not in the they they fostered aye, the wrong aye, kid. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas this film, oh god, it's awful. Uh, that family, the the sort of the the kind of country dwelling family yeah, to take them yeah, in farmers. Um, you feel so sorry for them. Oh, you feel so sorry God, for the guy because, uh, like, I I'm see to be honest. Actually, see if I was if I was to say it was a point of the film that I didn't really like. It was I don't know if that that bit dragged a wee bit. I don't. I think that's fine. It was good character development. Yeah. They had the dinner scene with you know Logan and Xavier, and again that's why this film is so different from those. Oh, what does he call them? It was a funny thing. It was a, there's a there's a what is it? I think I think one of them starts to say, um, and then they give give one they give each other like a stupid name, like Uncle, is it is it Grandpa Buck or something like that? Mm-hmm. He calls him or something something like that. It gives him a kind of weird name, um, but it's a really uh, a really poignant, really heartfelt moment where Hugh Jackman picks Xavier out of his chair and carries him up the stairs into his bed, yeah. and it just shows you how much love he's got for this guy yeah. and just how how vulnerable Charles actually is. Do you know what I mean? In those scenes, you sometimes would forget you're watching a, a comic book derived film. It's, it's just a, it's this a, is a drama. It's a drama at it's this point. Drama. This is a serious aye. drama about you know issues we all face looking after the elderly. Yeah, um, and that's why it, it, it's kind of got a bit more dimensions mm. than your usual comic yeah, book definitely. film. And the, the performances are great. We haven't really touched on them, but Hugh Jackman Hugh is Jackman's amazing. Nice. I mean, he carries... Wolverine into this new realm of yeah. I think actually do you know what I think part of me part of me thinks that Hugh Jackman has been dying to, to play to portray Wolverine like that I, I think, think so. he's been dying to portray him as this because Wolverine's a he's an animal mm-hmm. but he's, he's he's now that world where so much has happened to him and his life he's lost loved ones he's lost friends he's lost that you know yeah and now it's just like the only person he's got is is, is Charles. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have Charles, he would have nothing to live for. And these actors have been playing these characters I know, since the year I know, 2000. I know. 1999 probably when they filmed it. God, I remember. I've, I've, um, I've seen the trailer for the first X-Men and it just looks so cheesy. So uh, All of them I, look so young. I would love to... Maybe it's a feature we'll do at some point, but I would love to... Watch, yeah. watch all these films. Nah, I haven't seen some of them. I haven't seen nah. the, the sort of newer trilogy, the Days of Future Past, and things um, like that. And I know that Days of Future Past is the best of that. Well, what was the fir- what was the uh, first class? Uh, first class, actually, first class was uh, first class. Like, eventually, first class. pretty decent. Uh, I think I it's, like first class. It's kind of a reset from what was the yeah. previously bad yeah. last stand. Um, I've seen that first trilogy, and I like the second one mm-hmm. probably the best. Um, but anyways I'd love to re-watch them uh, in kind of chronological order or whatever and then get to Logan would be amazing Um, so it's great seeing these actors play these characters probably for the final time and give their probably best performances I mean I think Hugh Jam is a great actor and there's Patrick Stewart as well Um, but in these roles I just think this is again there's nobody else that could have played that no again it's like a it's like a you just get you just there's points of the film where you you don't actually think it's a it's a comic book, but then obviously it picks up. So one scene you're you're in a a farmhouse and it's it's you know you're talking as you say it's it's, it's everyday problems for for everyday families. Yeah. Um. And then so there's definitely a human element to it, but then obviously a scene later and you've got a a genetically modified Wolverine that scene you when know. he gets introduced is amazing Aye. because I rewatching it again I'd forgotten how it happens so you've Logan is out with the the, the dad they're out doing yeah some somebody the generator Genera- fixing the generator yeah. out in the, in the in the woods the family are all it's night time they're sleeping yeah Patrick Stewart isn't actually sleeping he's kind of talking to himself yeah. a wee bit and Logan, what we think is Logan, you don't right. see him. The the, the the shadow and the light isn't really on him. Yeah. But a dark figure enters the room. Patrick Stewart kind of 
must see him slightly in the corner of my eye. Yeah. Assumes it's Logan and yeah. starts talking to him and just starts sort of muttering things. Yeah. And as it, the camera is still on Patrick Stewart, and uh, as time goes on, I had realised when I was watching the second time, mm. oh god, this is aye, I remember this aye, now, aye. and this feeling of dread. Just I even watched it the second time, I was like, something. Oh god, this is not right. Mm. And then you see the. The, 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 he, he, no, he, he leans in yeah. and you see that his, ha- his hair is shorter mm-hmm. it's darker yeah. and he looks different but he, and he looks just menacing yeah. and then he the, the claw comes out and right into Patrick Stewart yeah. and it kills him it's an amazing sequence uh, and it, and it leads uh, to a really brutal fight it's, it's actually see when you think it's Charles I don't think he but he didn't obviously die believing that Logan murdered him uh, Logan tried to mutter when he was carrying him. Uh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Uh, um, we don't know. I don't know if uh, we really know if, it, yeah. if he did or not. Uh, I think probably it was likely that he realised something wasn't right. I think there's a, a like a, a flicker uh, of, of a uh, realisation uh, you see on Patrick Stewart. You're, uh, you're not the same, mm-hmm. you know, because um, X twenty four looks like like Hugh Jackman in the previous films. Uh-huh. You, you know, it's yeah. dark hair. Uh, darker beard type thing the actual Wolverine beard mm-hmm. um, but it's still a break I mean even even again there's that scene where the two of them pass each other yeah and the whole scene and, it, and Logan actual Logan I think he's again, paralyzed doesn't know quite what's happening and what to, and what to do I he's, think he's, he's, I, he's I, you picked up on it he's still only at this point thinking about Charles, Charles. so he runs straight up the stair and again X-24 doesn't do it. It doesn't really instigate anything at that point either. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. it's, it's just it's a kind of strange. He's, he's, well, he follows following instructions. Yeah. He's clearly only meant uh, to get water. To so uh, he just or, leaves. Or Charles as well. Oh, of course, yeah. So if he's yeah. been told to kill Charles, uh, um, yeah. Oh God, it's a, it's a heartbreaking scene because oh, you see what happens to the, these innocent family members. I know. Who've just done this nice thing uh, and then been slaughtered. And then the guy, the the main, the, the dad and the family um, still comes back and he does die eventually but he, he, he I think it's him that impales X-24 on the truck he, he impales him and then he tries to use what he thinks is his final shot on Logan uh, essentially because he's probably blaming Logan uh, for uh, this um, but it's, there's, the gun's empty and he just kind of falls to yeah, the ground I think yeah. just heartbroken probably and I think yeah. he was already in, he was yeah, he was X-24 stabs him I so oh god so it's, <laughs> it's a brutal is, it's a, it takes you on a ride yeah it's a brutal brutal sequence um, and from then Logan's Logan is wounded really really bad yeah. and he obviously he's uh, he's healing uh, issues and stuff um and then obviously Charles's body. So then they have to they go and uh, bury Charles. It's a really really strong scene. Um, and then at that point, I think he, I think, I think he collapses. Logan, I think. He, yeah. She takes him to see a, a doctor. Um, I don't know quite how she carried him. I don't know what happened there. She is a strong. Uh, a strong yeah. But um, yeah, he wakes up. And it, Laura at this point is starting to take care of him for the rest of the film. Aye, the kind of dynamic aye. switches. The chemistry between those two characters is amazing. Aye, it's There's so amazing, good. amazing chemistry between Xavier and Wolverine, but yeah. the, the chemistry built between uh, Logan and uh, Laura is aye. amazing. Um, her being a mute. There's this the kind of unspoken yeah. frustration from Logan's point yeah. of view, and then when she starts speaking, he's telling her to shut up aye, instantly. Aye. Uh, when she's speaking, but in again, Spanish. I think it's like what we're saying about the tone of the film is very dark and it's very gritty. There's there is still so much humour oh, um, between between uh, Logan and Charles. Um, the scene where what's what? the scene? What's the scene in the in the, in the store? And she she takes the she takes the she takes the sunglasses. She, she sunglasses. doesn't have any concept of right and wrong essentially. Aye. So she just starts stealing things, <laughs> and the kind of shop clerk tries to stop her, yeah. and she's about to impale him. <laughs> and Logan's just kind of like he's like, no, you can't, you can't really do he's, that. He just sort of nonchalantly says, "Sorry" to the aye, guy. Aye. Um, as well as that, like I love right. This is what I loved about it. I was laughing at this. So this is a a little girl who has mutilated um, violently and stabbed all of these henchmen right mm. but then 
she is wanting to play on this little like little <laughs> raucous horse, and is getting frustrated. She's about to like destroy uh, it with her, uh, her talons or whatever. Uh, um, until he stops and puts money into it, and then she's just content with uh, just riding uh, it. But I just love the contrast uh, that you know, t- an hour ago she was like viscerating people, uh, and again, like that. That, that, that's the that's the theme of the whole film. Uh-huh. You know, you've got you've got those kind of huge. She's she's still a little girl. Yeah, but she's a fucking monster. And she is uh, so sweet at some bits. There's a bit where she is now living. What well, when she the, this, the night scene when she's staying with the family mm-hmm. and she walks into the the young, the young kids and it's room the and he's, listen, he's listening uh, to the music and yeah. she's just kind of like not saying anything no. but like wanting to hear what Intrigued. he's doing. Aye. Aye, so she's so just fascinating. Yeah. Um, Amazing. As well as the other scene that I loved as well was when they were in the elevator in the casino and Logan presses the button for the whatever floor they're going to and then she just starts <laughs> pressing <laughs> Lozzie's it's not a toy. <laughs> like it's just little character moments that, that just make this film stand yeah. out from yeah. any other you know X-Men Aye. film I Aye. think. Uh, I, I, God, so much things I could say about yeah. it. Um, there's really even many things I would say that I didn't like about it. Again, uh, it's probably those silly things like the inc- amazingly edited video footage we was, talked about, yeah, stuff like that. that. Was, yeah, uh, I think. What do you think of Boyd Holbrook's character? Because I think one of the things that I was slightly disappointed is he kind of takes a bit of a backseat towards does, the end. Yeah. He starts off really charismatic and very. Uh, this is a guy that. In the beginning, we're introduced to him mm-hmm. as a guy who jumps into Logan's car and essentially threatens him. Yeah, uh, he's very confident, and he, very cocky. This and then, is Wolverine, that's the guy yeah. we've seen before. We've seen yeah. murdering a whole gang of guys. Yeah. And uh, this character has the balls to just, you know, kind of yeah. threaten him and, and give him some chat. Well, the thing is, is that remember at the start, Logan doesn't want trouble. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want it because he yeah. doesn't want people knowing who he is. So then, because of, I think because of, because he chops all those guys up, people then know who he is. Because he's gone with a different name. It's like James... James something. Hewlett or something. Hewlett, aye. And he's got his own business. He's a, he's a limo driver. Mm. So he doesn't want people knowing who he is. Um, or drawing too much attention to himself. I think that's why he's in Texas. I think that's why he's like mm-hmm. the proper back road Texas type thing. Um, but I... I think... It's, I don't know if I liked Richard... Uh, Richard, uh, e. Grant. Richard E. Grant's character. I, I just don't know if I just don't like Richard E. Grant much. Just that kind of bumbling English. Well, he's meant to be a, a slimy, you know, untrusting know. professor type. I know. Um, Maybe it was... I mean, this is this is me literally trying to just scan the whole film in a couple of seconds and trying to think I, what I didn't actually like. But, I, I mean, it, it doesn't really scratch the surface. You know, uh, I think it, I think it's probably a good thing that you actually are sitting here thinking. Yeah, there's not uh, much to there's pick not up. Not really much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, um, there's maybe uh, the film is maybe just very very slightly slightly too long. Just maybe um, like five minutes or so. It's not nothing that really. It, I've heard some people saying that their attention wavered towards maybe the last third. But I, I didn't personally. I think. I mean, I suppose. I, like you, you said that a couple of bits you felt. Uh, went on. You didn't sort of the character scenes. You didn't. You, you could you could say again that it could have dra- it, it probably dragged it, that when they actually go and, and meet the other children. You could you could say it yes, maybe dragged it. I, I think that's maybe where. Um, um, but maybe you also do need to know what these characters were. I think we did need to see. Some I didn't of see. Be honest, I, I did. I didn't. I was just enjoying it that yeah, much that yeah. I could have probably watched it for an hour now. See if it went on for four hours, I'd be, I'd still be. <laughs> I'm sure if they made a four-hour film, you might not be saying that. You might be saying there's a two-hour film here that's amazing, <laughs> but they made <laughs> two made hours four, of Logan <laughs> sleeping. <hours>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've kind of covered most of what we want to say. We've covered our best scene, which would be both agree is that yeah, casino yeah. scene. Uh, any other films, the, that, the, scenes that stand yeah. out? So obviously, coming to the end of the film. Um, there's a serum that the the young boy, I think he's called Richter. It's one of the young boys has got a serum, and it's I think it's a serum that basically gives the young mutants their powers, or or, or essentially, um, or it's what they use X for X twenty four. They give that to Logan, and he takes that shot, and he basically turns into Wolverine for 
a split second to to absolutely mm-hmm. destroy you know countless waves of reavers and oh that and scene is yeah that scene he's running, amazing he's running through uh-huh. the eye so he basically goes from old man logan to you know fresh it's, out of the box wolverine again uh, it's a very short so you can doesn't last long that no stuff. no um, but, I, but it's enough aye but the good thing is is that the, the boy says listen if you take this it's not going to last and you, it'll probably kill you I just remembered another bit that reminded me of Terminator 2 what's that it's in that sequence the so, through the woods uh, no like see the indestructible X-24 yeah he gets crushed by oh, aye, the, like a the truck. truck yeah and you know what's going to happen aye, it aye. Is, and they know it as well the characters aye. know keep running this and it's like in Terminator 2 when I think it's the the liquid metal character uh, gets you know blown up he, gets then. blown up he gets melted or no he gets frozen yeah. and then shot to pieces and then it's like you know he's coming back aye, kind of thing aye, you see the and, lava. It was, and you could just hear it was that I was the musical cues are amazing we haven't touched on them and the, the, the the music as aye, well aye. but like just hear the kind of the music ratchet up that kind of impending doom mm, as, as the aye, truck comes aye, back up again aye. and you know he's coming back uh, <laughs> oh god it's so good the music is, is tremendous um, yeah it's that kind of it reminds me of maybe a wee bit of Sicario kind of that kind it's of like that, do you know what I, I, I think I think the kind of the tone of the film it's maybe not as Sicario is like yeah, Sicario is one of the best is that sort of like horn or something noise that plays as, yeah. as, as the the tension ratchets yeah. up? Um, I just just loved it. Um, so obviously there's the big battle at the end. Uh, Logan's regenerative powers do start to subside when the serum wears off. X twenty four mortally wounds him, um, but Laura shoots the uh, X twenty four in the head with the adamantium bullet that Logan's been carrying about for years. Um, I think I think actually X twenty four impales Logan on a on a tree. Mm-hmm. He impales him on a branch. Yeah, I think that's the final blow. Aye, that's where, he, that's where he dies. But then it's just that it's just that scene where he does die. And I, honestly, as a as a thirty year old man, <laughs> you know, you're watching this comic book character, and it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. But you you couldn't help but feel you're just like God. This is this is the passing of a of a of a hero. It's the end and of an like era. An an passing kind of yeah, thing. But it's it's, it's yeah. the passing of that era, and you're just. Get, I just remember feeling so overwhelmed. It was just kind of like, God. Mm. And then when she, and then again, it's so poignant. This is when she buries him. It, the the stick is again. It's it's just in the shape of the, the kind of standard cross. And then she just pushes it to the side, and it so it like makes an X as mm. if as if to say, here lies the last mm-hmm. X Men. And it was just, ah, it was chill, chills. Like, you I know, wonder uh, how tempted they were to just film just as a, a blooper or something. A just hand coming out, a hand paper, coming out, something wavering. Um, that yeah. took a lot of result, resolve to not do that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure some studio executives were probably like, maybe we should just just film it just in case. Just open up just in case. I mean, it did it did make an absolute bomb at the box yeah, office. I the think film was fourth, a tremendous success. I think it's the fourth highest rating uh, R rated. Right. Um, probably ever. right. And uh, well deserved. Oh, well deserved. Uh, All so. around performances were tremendous. Directorial speaking, amazing. James Mangold. Um, I'm intrigued to see what he does next. I really loved this film. I don't think he's. Getting, I think he's doing. Uh, what's the one that he's doing actually? He's, I think it's Captain Nemo. All right, he's doing a Captain Nemo one. Um, I was actually really interested. I totally forgot he actually he actually directed Walk the Line. Oh okay. Well, that would make some line. sense. This guy obviously knows he's some jobs. Um, he should direct the next Star Wars film. Yeah. Um, as well as that, I was just you know speaking about the thoughts of the actors involved. Uh, I know that in the premiere. Patrick Stewart was listening to what he was saying about it and he said that him and uh, Hugh Jackman when they watched it together in the premiere were sitting next to each other and both were bubbling aye, towards aye. the end. I could imagine. And I they, could kind imagine. Of, they kind of had to grab each other's hands and just, aye. like, it was a powerful aye. moment for both actors saying goodbye to their, themselves. I, I, I think that's, and I think that was the sentiment. It's just like, and again, that's what I I think it meant a lot to, to all involved. And, and it's amazing that a film, so obviously if the actors are feeling that, it's amazing that that film then 
you you get that from watching it as yep. a fan or just as a as a movie goer. Well, it took you on a complete journey from start to finish, and it had its own baggage with the yeah. series as well. So there's so much going on I mean, it's on so all morbid. levels. It's so it's so morbid, but it's not. It's 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 you know it balances. It's, it's, it's amazing balance. Uh, it's like it's <clears throat> basically like your entire life cycle is mm. you know your your loss, you know so much loss and so much grieving and and you know caring. But then it's darkly life, funny as well. Then, uh, yeah. then you find the funny moments in these horrible, horrible deaths. Uh, yeah, I think we've pretty much covered Logan. Then I think we've given it. Oh, for me, without two. a doubt, five star film. Yeah, uh, I agreed. Um, yeah. I wrote a, re- a short review. I don't know if you read it when I did my t- top ten. I don't tens. read anything that you read. <sighs> Have a great when we set up a website then, Scott, won't it? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I wrote a sort of, a sort of sh- summary review of Logan um, when I did my top ten reviews, and couldn't uh, find anything to fault really. And I, I love this film, and I think well deserved in the Capiche top ten number oh, one. Without a doubt. And it's just a shame we never spoke about it. But we certainly have given it uh, its props here today. Well, that's nearly been an hour. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think any one of us had that extra hour in us. Mm-hmm. the days no, we're no, doing the top definitely. 10 so, this is how uh, we should have covered it yeah. so on that note then uh, until next week or next six months <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> goodbye from me we might not even be here because we might just be dead yeah if uh, the adamantium you know guesses because you know that's obviously that's... and what's what's more li- likely to happen Russia take us out um, probably aye Donald Trump Say something over Twitter and and we end. I know that the character was created before, but it's funny that the main villain of that film was and it came out around the same time as the election. It's called Donald. Ah, it's, it's maybe yeah. maybe yeah, it's a funny parallel. Maybe Freudian yeah, slip in there yeah. somewhere. Well, I think the character was apparently created before then, so it doesn't. Yeah, really, but yeah. it's uh, funny, funny coincidence. Yeah, uh, he basically is Donald Trump. Okay, that'll be us for uh, this podcast. We'll yep. see you next time, whenever the hell we decide to do one. <laughs> Cheers for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. to the microphone Scott what would you like me to say and now like a normal person hi how are you <laughs> I'm good how are you I'm good well that's good then <laughs> bye <End> it, bye <laughs> <laughs>